Thank you for joining us at Nikki Dare Radio, heard worldwide by millions of listeners, with your lovely host, Ms. Nikki Dare. Our podcast, hosted by Nikki Dare, is your home for education to safety and survival, leadership, and inspiration. Nikki Dare is the founder of I Dare Inc., a registered 501c3, with its mission to educate and mobilize resources for preparedness and sustainability. IDARE is a grassroots credo and personal mission based on its pillars of excellence, integrity, diversity, adaptation, resilience, and empowerment. Ms. Dare's personal mission is to help you encounter your purpose by unlocking your inherent potential and finding joy in the journey. Women's advocate, transformational mentor, and a seasoned BPR change management consultant since her early 20s in transforming companies, and decades later, she is reinventing her purpose. And now, here's your lovely host, Ms. Nikki Dare. Podcast Leadership 365 uh, on a President's Day edition. Uniting heart and mind, the leadership journey from emotional expression to emotional wisdom. This is going to be great. Uh, it is redefining strength why embracing emotions in leadership signals power, not weakness. Leadership is not confined to a title. Rather, it demonstrated through actions, modest for initiatives, but also aim for substantial impact. Situational leadership is even more critical during crisis because it empowers leaders to swiftly adapt their strategies to meet the evolving needs and challenges of that moment in such chaotic um, times and turbulent times. The capacity to accurately assess the situations uh, recognizing the unique requirements of the team and customizing leadership tactics and strategies accordingly is definitely invaluable. And another thought that uh, I want to share with you guys before we all start here, uh, leaders do not divide. Good leaders don't fracture, they fuse, they turn diversity into unity, challenges into opportunities and individual strengths into collective power. I thought you might like that. I just put that together authentically, originally, uh, before I came on here to the studio. But good morning. Welcome. And this is your host, Nikki Dare. Welcome to my podcast here, Leadership 365. Um, on this episode, I want to share this simply because of what someone has suggested that being emotional is a sign of weakness. You know, after I heard that and being suggested to me, I rather paused and reflected into what she said, and I disagree in somewhat after I collectively, of course, um, have it all in my thought, and I said, uh, I want to make a podcast out of this. I want to share my thoughts in response to that. I will talk about this and elaborate more of this in the context of being emotional, um, you know, the differences in our personal life uh, in carrying out these emotions to overcome our personal challenges um, and also in our professional and leadership roles. 
I think it's going to be interesting what you hear. So sit back and let me know what you think and hope this episode uh, for this special President's Day edition would be helpful to all of us. Um, after all, we're all in this together and leading with our hearts. And um, I, I hope that you sit back and relax and enjoy it. Uh, whatever you're listening to, I really appreciate you for listening and tuning in. Um, I want to say about, what is it, less than an hour, maybe less. I, I try to keep it short and simple and sweet. Title of the podcast, Uniting Heart and Mind, The Leadership Journey from Emotional Expression to Emotional Wisdom. Redefining Strength, Why Embracing Emotions in Leadership, Our Leadership Signals Power not weakness. So welcome back, guys. Welcome back to Leadership 365. I'm so, so, so happy to see you guys here. I'm your host, Nikki Dare. So glad that all of you can join me again. Good to be back on the microphone once again, February 2024. Uh, Before we all start and dive into this interesting topic, please, please, a small PSA. If you haven't yet, please feel free to connect. Follow me on my LinkedIn. I usually don't do this, but I'm going to start doing this in 2024. Why not? Uh, Follow me. Connect with me on my LinkedIn as well as my Instagram. I think I'm on X also, Twitter. Uh, I love Elon Musk, you know. If you're not Elon Musk, uh, uh, what do you call this, Uh, fan, that's okay. I still love you. (laughs) On my LinkedIn, if you're on my connection, there is my monthly Leadership 365 newsletter. I think they call it Pulse. It's a newsletter. Yes, it is free. Go ahead and join join us. Basically, it's a community where I uh, it's a monthly that I write regularly. Um, also on Medium, medium.com, Miss Nikki Dare. Uh, you can find, you know, where I can provide, where I am providing some valuable resources there in those two platforms. Uh, Leadership 365 newsletter on LinkedIn, Pulse. Also on Medium, Miss Nikki Dare. Uh, valuable resources regarding leadership. Any content is is in that related. Uh, leadership sustainability, sustainable development, and any other valuable topics leadership development related. Um, very easy, super easy to find me. Just you know, Google Nikidera basically. Also, I'm planning, and I am uh, to reconnect my community on YouTube. Uh, I can use some help. <laughs> Please follow me there too, okay, guys? Aloha, hola, hola. Buenos dias, buenas tardes, como tal Selamat pagi, selamat siang, wherever you guys are, semua kawan-kawan. Welcome to Leadership 365 Sustainability, a podcast for those who aspire to be a sustainable leader or situational leader, rather, in these times of everything that's interesting around the world. Designed to inspire growth an impact for sustainability so you all and we all can create our own best year of 365 days ever. So good to be here in the presence of you and many of you around the world. Uh, From feelings to wisdom, the journey from being emotional to mastering that emotional intelligence into our leadership role. Uh, First off, I want to share my three cents thoughts on this being emotional. You know, I hate the word opinion, but thoughts (laughs) backed up by some facts and some truths behind, of course. Being emotional is a sign of weakness. No, I said no. Recent comment made by someone. um, I will, you know, invite you guys back to my EQ and infamous AQ discussion, if you all recall, that I shared so many times and especially on my LinkedIn community. All right. So the perception of being emotional 
as a sign of weakness is is, is truly a common misconception, you know, uh, particularly in the context of, you know, of leadership, leading, you know, leading leadership. Emotions themselves are neither a sign of weakness nor strength. I just want to put it out there. I, you guys are welcome any of feedback, are welcome of any of your comments or things like that. We're all learning this collectively together, right? So I, I welcome all of those. I respect, um, you know, each one of you uh, feedback and thoughts, what I'm, you know, filling in into this episode in my podcast. And uh, it is going to be written out also in my Leadership 365 newsletter. So um, look out for that. And then if you are in my LinkedIn, as I said, please do check it out. The newsletter on February 2024, President's Day edition. Um, I'm going to go ahead and cultivate that. I mean, I'm going to add that and cultivate this this rather discussion. I think it's very critical, especially in time, very timely right now. What, you know, we're all going through in this global uh, interesting time that we live in. I think it's good and bad. Yes. So going back, emotions themselves are neither a sign of weakness nor strength. They are the basics, right? The fundamental aspect of all of our human experience. Uh, the key distinction lies in how these emotions that we have um, are being managed and expressed, right? Think about that. Rather than the mere fact of experiencing them. I want to pause a little bit of that. Um, it's very true, correct? Um, and I'm going to pause a little bit. Just a little breather. Let's take a pause. Okay, that was a good, good uh, break. Uh, bear with me because I am pretty much trying to experiment these things here on a studio. A lot of clicks, a lot of buttons here. In leadership, emotional expression as a strength. And I do want to go back, um, sort of like, you know, uh, dissecting this into, diff- you know, to the small bites, basically. And for us to understand uh, navigating through, through, um, through these things, right? Emotional expression as a strength, as a power. Uh, leadership who are open about, you know, their emotions can be perceived as more authentic and, yes, more relatable, which can nurture trust. And that's important key. And loyalty among the team members. A- emotional transparency. And I love that word, transparent, because we all have to be one, right? Emotional transparency. We're not robots. We're humans, after all. When we manage that appropriately can enhance a leader's credibility and that emotional bond within our team. Uh, And they would trust us back, basically. And that's called respect, mutual respect. The second part of this is emotional intelligence, the EI. In leadership, emotional intelligence is often considered a very critical skill. I want to just bold that with a very uh, critical skill. 
there's so many things going on in our lives in our personal level um, and then mix it up with our professional you know when we uh, including of anything you know we're talking to our children to our spouse to our friends to our you know and then we jump into our uh, professional career world and perhaps in somewhere in between to our mentor let's say to our coaches right and a lot of us have that and you know we navigate through all those challenges with within our workplace uh, and then talk to our team members, talk to our personal assistants, let's say, you know, giving orders and sharing, sharing this, um, just anything, anything, our daily um, uh, activities. And then also talk to our, you know, board, talk to our, uh, you know, stakeholders and partners and customers. Oh, yes, that's too, right? <laughs> Clients and everything. So uh, there's a lot of things that we're juggling around every single day. Uh, hopefully you take some some time off on the weekends, but you know uh, if you're a business owner, entrepreneurs, solopreneurs. I mean, you know exactly what I'm saying. You're all, all leaders, and then this managing your reactions. You know, have to be effectively, um, and we have to recognize and understand our own emotions and all of those others also, also in navigating these interpersonal relationships rather judiciously. I want to throw that that word. I don't know if any of you have heard that judiciously and empathetic, empathetically. How do you say that? Empath, empathetically, empathy, right? <laughs> this ability can lead to a better decision making if we recognize that, understand our own, and also others around us. Uh, no, it's not selfish. It's not. It, it, it takes time, you guys. It takes practice. Yes, definitely. You bet. It takes practice. Uh, is a learning experiences along the way. I mean, you know, we make mistakes. We're humans after all. We're not robots, right? There's uh, really no, 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 like, you know, rights and rights and wrongs and everything. We do, we do have to stay on track. No doubt about that, right? After all, we're leaders. But this emotional intelligence is an art, the ability that we can lead to a better decision-making, conflict resolutions, and, and that team cohesion, the unity, that team cohesion, that making sure that you're okay first, that you're okay first, right? That you're okay and then you are, you know, leading, uh, I want to say with heart, of course, uh, with that and then everything is strategic, everything is cohesive, everything is in within within that boundaries, within the culture that everybody is creating and then and maintaining. So empathy and understanding, that is the next one. Empathy and understanding. You know, we leaders, we, 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 we demonstrate empathy and understanding, uh, hoping to create that supportive work environment, encouraging you know, encouraging that open um, communication that everybody is uh, comfortable to speak what they need to speak about, right? Not withholding, and then that's going to create some other things in the background and everything, right? So we're going to talk about that too, by the way. Um, the encouraging open communication, innovation, and also collaboration. Um, showing that emotion in a controlled manner can signal empathy, and understanding um, the key components of effective leadership. That's what we're talking about right now here. 
So balancing is really, truly key and it's an art rather. I mean, it takes practice. Um, every single uh, challenge is an opportunity, right? It is, it, is, it is what I see personally throughout my own career, throughout my own professional world, right? Uh, where I am today, I, you know, uh, challenges, it is gold. I, I was just talking to my son the other day. Uh, this is a little bit tangent here. Um, and then, you know, he's going through some challenges at his workplace. And I said, you know, you know, sweetheart, I, I still call him pumpkin. That is great. That should supposed to be a gold nugget there. It is a gold nugget. It's the greatest opportunities for you. You know, if, if you don't have challenges, life is just honky-dory. How can you grow? Because that is room for grow. And it is room for just a golden opportunity for you to gra grab. And then to look at it as it is um, the challenges turning into converting to opportunity for you to just uh, increasing your wisdom, basically, like taking you to uh, 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 the next notch, next, you know, elevate, increase your wisdom, level of wisdom, basically. I think it's a great thing. A lot of people say, why me? you know, per thing, per me, you know, no, I think it is, um, it is, it is a growth opportunity. Balance is key. Uh, it is very important for leaders to find that balance being between being emotional, um, being, you know, emotionally expressive. I mean, you know, a lot of times I, I'm not so expressive. I'm just, you know, listener more than anything being outspoken. Sometimes there are times for me to step in and being outspoken. I find my, 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 uh, my time, basically. <laughs> I look at for that. I, I listen quite often. I listen. And a lot of times, you know, I think by listening, sitting in the, uh, in the back and then wait until that moment where you can speak up, which is always, always, you know, uh, at the very end. Uh, I think as a leader, you know, in my leadership arena, and that's what I, I love to do, just let everybody speak their minds and then for me to come in at the very last. But between that being emotionally expressive and maintaining that emotional stability necessary to make objective decisions is really key. Being overly emotional in situations requiring calm, and rational decision-making can be seen as a weakness. However, this is more about the appropriateness of emotional expression rather than the experience of emotion itself. I'm going to read that again. Okay, um, Let me see my note here. This is more about that appropriateness of emotional expression rather than the experience of emotion itself. I love that. I think we can learn from that statement. All right. So the next one, cultural um, uh, consideration and contextual consideration. So cultural and contextual consideration. Uh, the perception of emotions in leadership can vary widely across different cultures and orga organizational contexts. I want to insert and include this portion of my thoughts because I come from a different culture, you know, and I, I have walked and experienced uh, throughout decades on, 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 on dealing and handling and overcoming some of the challenges, great challenges, by the way, um, in, in, in not just different languages, but also the upbringing in organizational cultures. Um, for example, you know, in Southeast Asia, uh, 
some of the the, the, the the cultures there are very different, you know, uh, varied with the, uh, the the Western cultures, let's say, in organization, organizationals here, uh, organizations in, in the Western culture, United States, North America, you know, and things like that, and people as well, how they were upbringing within that organization, you follow? Same thing as in families as well. Uh, you know, family's environment, home environment, personal upbringing, personal professional upbringing. I want to mention that because the perception of emotion in leadership can very, really have an impact to that across these different cultures and organizational contexts. Um, if you're listening to this, I really do want, um, you know, really, really kind of like appreciate this if you do. Give me your feedback on this. If you're listening from different culture, uh, drop me a comment or feedback or a comment below if you are reading this article or if you're listening here in, on iHeart Podcast, my podcast, Leadership 365, please, please do leave me a comment. Tell me where you are listening from or what country you're from, basically, so I will have a better understanding. And then just leave me your feedback, really. So in some cultural organizations, emotional expression may be more accepted and valued, while in others, a more stoic approach might be preferred. And I'm going to pause there because there's a whole lot of conversation in that. Um, I have made some podcasts before regarding that, uh, but not so much in detail. So I'd like to revisit that topic. Um, so yeah, um, you know, I promise I will. <laughs> but any of you remember I say that? Please do remind me. So being emotional, as a conclusion on this, being emotional is not inherently a sign of weakness in leadership. Rather, the, is the ability to manage and leverage emotion constructively is a sign of EI, of emotional intelligence, which is a strength. Emotional intelligence enables leaders to connect with others, inspire and motivate teams, and navigate those complexity of human dynamics, personality uh, dynamics, I would say, effectively. The challenge and skill lie in managing emotions in a way that is appropriate to the context and therefore conducive to achieving our personal and organizational goals. I'm going to pause a little bit here. I'm back. Let's go ahead and continue on moving on to this power of unity, a personal reflection on what we're talking about here in leadership, right? After all, this is Leadership 365. Thank you so much at this moment that you guys are listening uh, to this podcast or you are reading this content. I really appreciate it. This is Nikki Dare, your host. So in my perspective, the essence of this impactful leadership is really rooted in the ability to unite people, right? Through our experiences, obviously, those are gems. Those are just gold nuggets that we had experiences during um, a lot of challenges that we had gone through in our 
both personal and professional worlds, leveraging the collective strength inherent in unity, diversity, and shared goals. It takes practice, and we all agree on that. And it takes a lot of experiences of practices. This vision of leadership deeply aligns with my values, highlighting the belief that an organization's true potential is unlocked when each member feels acknowledged, understood, and part of a united mission. Again, knowledge, knowledge, recognized, okay, understood. And a part of a united mission. This is so important what I just share with you because it also applies in our own personal relationships. I know I have so much to talk about in that aspect, but I know a lot of you asking me, and you're gonna have to make an episode about that, Nikki. It's like share with your experiences regarding that. But I am just speaking out of my own. Um, experience and this is just a share of my own experiences based on that so celebrating diversity as a core strength I wholeheartedly view diversity not merely as a goal to be achieved but as a vibrant source of strength that enriches every facet of organizational culture again I want to I, I want to just say so much and I want to share with you guys um, what I have, you know, gone through with the uh, different cultures that until today, right? There's so much richness when you have gone through uh, dealing, overcoming, uh, not just in your organization in Western culture, for example, but also on a different cultures. And that's when you really open up your mind, open up your heart and then really be able to see from a different perspective, from a different spectrum, from a different lens, lenses of a whole lot of world is a lot of things out there. So, you know, juggling uh, and wearing different hats of different cultures, but leaders who celebrate and harness the varied backgrounds, different personality dynamics, different characters dynamics, and skills within their own teams not only create the environment of acceptance and respect and trust, but also open the gateway to unmatched innovation and creativity. Uh, there's a whole lot of say on that. <laughs> to me, diversity is the catalyst. To me, diversity is the catalyst for progress, continuous improvement. Of course, you, you guys, I'm a huge fan of continuous improvement and forward movement. Um, and then that takes us to the next, the next uh, point that I'm trying to share with you guys here. Transparent communication is the foundation of trust. Boy, there's a lot of thinking there. There's a lot of say in this in this arena here because it's just not impactful, but also it needs to be applied to both professional, not only professional but also your personal because it 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 can spark. Oh my gosh, I just there's a lot of conversation here. Transparent communication. Transparent is one word that I am, I have been learning a lot, quite extensively. And I think it is important that we, we need to continue propelling forward with that transparency in communication, both in your personal and also professional world. 
okay if you want to achieve success and gratification feeling inside you because it is a foundation of trust transparent communication from my experiences trust and unity are built on the foundation of clear and open communication okay um i i just got off the uh, the phone actually a couple of people um talking about dishonesty and then not being open in the communication it it can cause detrimental detrimental effect um in that you know in the team and also in your personal life let's say if you're not being honest speaking about things and that's is not advisable <laughs> don't hold back don't not you know miscommunication is a lie <laughs> you know i've stated this i think uh, in a couple of my posts um but yeah tr- Trust and unity are built on that foundation of a clear and open communication. Leaders who are transparent about the vision, about our vision, about our decisions, and the reasoning behind all of these are clear the path for everybody to journey together. You know, if you're, for example, if you're being dishonest, nobody can understand you, right? And then this transparency ensures that all of the team members feel valued and integral to the collective success. Uh, I'm going to come back to this because there's so much that I want to share with you guys and I want to keep it. The reason why I'm a little bit pausing in this because I want to keep it within the context of what we're talking about today. But there's a lot of parts, moving parts within this, this very, very, you know, area uh, that's trigger me uh, in a lot of things that I want to share with you guys. And I think it can be helpful right um and i think it's very helpful and useful to many of us leaders uh whether it's leading with uh you know empathy at home whether leading with empathy at work um because it both are parallel to our success in whatever we're doing in our lives in our world so okay moving on empathy talking about empathy there is a connecting on a deeper level okay empathy is a connecting connection on a deeper level to me Empathy extends beyond simply understanding. Understanding someone else's perspective, someone else's, you know, um, perspective, views. It involves a genuine appreciation and recognition of that feelings, experiences of others. You know, you cannot just sit there and nod your head when your your employee or your staff, um, someone in your life, for example, in your personal level, uh, speaking about their hearts of heart, right? And sharing uh, their perspective and you just go nod your head as if that, you know, okay, hurry up and finish what your thoughts and then just kind of run them over. I mean, to me, that's not genuine. Let them speak their mind especially those who really don't speak a lot okay and that's that's me by the way in my family i don't speak a lot <laughs> but believe it i don't speak much everybody else always sometimes speak over me for me and you know once when i do speak i i don't like to be gaslighted and disrespectful basically because i get stuttering you know i i do i get stuttering and some of you uh who listen to some motivational speakers i think for example i think namely steve harvey you know i listen to him his podcast and his motivational speeches and i you know there's a similarity people look down on you when you kind of stutter and then you want to speak it confidently right and when people guess like you interrupt you it's 
you lose your train of thought. Nothing that's very impolite, that's very rude. We don't do that to people, and then they just grab the microphone and then disrupt you, interrupt you. And to me, that doesn't show a genuine empathy. And I think we leaders have to show that, you know. Um, it's involving that genuine, sincere appreciation, recognition of their feelings and experiences of others while they're speaking about theirs and while they're sharing their perspectives, basically, especially at environment, at the workplace environment. You got to show this. Leaders who prioritize empathy uh, really create environments where anybody, individuals, are supported. Your team members speaking about their perspective, giving their feedback, are, are being seen, are being supported, and bridging divides and nurturing that sense of community and belonging within the team. What does that spell out to you when you're listening? Well, you just heard what I just mentioned. It's trust. And, and, and being comfortable, being comfortable to sharing also, to giving feedback. There's no, there's no greater feeling as a leader to, to be able to listen to your own team members to step up because leaders create leaders. Leaders do not just barking orders. That's not leaders. That's totally, <laughs> totally dictatorship. <laughs> and I'm, I'm smiling because I do have... Um, a little stories about that, a whole lot of stories about that. That's an episode podcast of itself. So the next one, <laughs> moving on, encouraging collaboration as a symphony of ideas. Of you know, I view collaboration first of all not just as a working alongside one another, but also working together, holding hands, um, making them comfortable. Um, you know, sharing their ideas and visions and mission and a collective mission, obviously, towards that. Um, in a diverse talents and ideas coming together to create that something that's very powerful. It's something that's very powerful together, collectively, and extraordinary. Leaders who build that creating a collaborative um, environment or atmosphere allow this, this, this thing to resonate ensuring every voice is heard, every voice is recognized, every voice is, is a knowledge, is, is, you know, knowledge, and every contribution is also valued. It is in such environment that really true innovation ignites. I've seen this so many times, and I've seen on the other side also, many times, in any working environment, in any team working environment, working team environment, right? Um, you can either crush it down and shut it down, right? It takes only one person, <laughs> you know, whether a leader or the team members themselves. And then, you know, that's a whole lot of conversation there too. Or as a leader, you can show the way. So leaders build, create this collaborative environment, atmosphere, ambiance, allowing everybody, you know, to resonate. Every voice is, is really valued. Every contribution is valued. Every voice is heard. It is an environment that really where innovation ignites and sparks. And I think, you know, a lot of you are listening to this will agree, especially those of you who had experienced it, um, you know, themselves as a leader who had gone through this, some of the challenges, great challenges. So let me take a breather here.
All right, I'm back. And moving on to the next one, we want to talk about integrity and respect. I think those are key balancing keys as well to the success of your leadership role. Uh, integrity and respect, it, it is basically the foundation of my idea, philosophy, my idea, organization, philosophy. For me, integrity and respect are the foundational, the basic, basic cement pillars upon where effective leadership stands, right? This is our ground, grounds, uh, where we're all grounded as a leader. The values are what my idea, integrity, diversity, resilience, empowerment. Those are my, the acronym. The philosophy encapsulates leaders who embody this principle set a standard that elevates their teams and organizations, creating the culture where respect and ethical conduct are paramount. It is, this is what I advocate, by the way, through my signature motto, um, credo, I call it credo, dare to live, love, lead fearlessly. You know, I want to encourage and urge others to embrace these values boldly and without reservation. And including myself, this is a self-note. This is totally, completely a reminder of myself. Um, all right, so the next one, transformative, uh, the impact of unity. I want to I wanna call that impact of unity because I think I was reading this uh, earlier before I came into the studio and then I want to just have the thoughts and... You know, in the context well, where reflecting on the impact of leadership that emphasizes unity, I've observed profound outcomes. Such leadership results in teams that are not only more cohesive and effective, but also more adaptable. Adaptable. Uh, many of you who, 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 who have known me for many years now, or just in the past, um, since I came out, on LinkedIn community, uh, to be exact, since pandemic started in 2020. You guys know about my adaptation, um, you know, being adaptable, my AQ, my quotient, <laughs> AQ, adap uh, adaptation quotient, right? In navigating these challenges are so crucial. So leadership results in teams that are not only more um, united and effective, but also have to be adaptable to this you know, challenges and navigating the challenges throughout, right? Engagement and retention soar as, you know, individuals feel genuinely connected to their work and each other. It is so important in any cultures that I've seen. I've observed this in any collaboration because we're all, all humans. That's the common denominator, doesn't matter the color of the skin, doesn't matter of the ethnicity, the racial, the, the, the faith background, differences, the, you know, the, the difference in any of this. But once to that, we're all humans. We come uh, and share the same values. That is to be understood, to be valued, to be heard, uh, to be, you know, feel connected genuinely to our work and to each other, to with each other. So moreover, a culture that champion, that can overcome all of this diversity thought becomes a breeding ground for innovative ideas and also, of course, solutions. Um, it's just in a child, right? If a child, stepchild being 
throwing rats all the time, bouncing back and forth, <laughs> you know, it, it, it just doesn't work that way. But if you're being rewarded uh, for what you, you are genuinely, I mean, you know, this is just, for me, all of these things, I'm going to tie it in together. For me, leadership is really fundamentally about bringing people together bridging those differences and advancing together towards a shared vision. And this approach not only drives organizational success, but also uh, uh, nurtures a sense of community, nurtures a sense of belonging. In a world that often highlights our differences, leaders who focus on unity illuminate that path to more inclusive and harmonious future. And I think... You know, this is so important, and especially in a challenging world that we live in right now with uh, many, many challenging, many unprecedented um, issues that we all require solutions and answers. And then we leaders, we need to stand strong. And that's, that's why I want to conclude it this way. But anyway, I just want to take uh, a short, brief pause. Be sure that you also tune in to our next part two of this very exclusive President's Day edition on Leadership 365 when we talk about uniting heart and mind, the leadership journey from emotional expression to emotional wisdom, where we're diving deep into the heart of leadership and emotional intelligence. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Thank you for reading the article. And just thank you. And then leave us a comment. Leave us a feedback. We'd love to hear from you. And until next time. Part two, thank you. We hope today's discussion has sparked a new perspective on how to navigate your leadership path with heart and wisdom, leading with heart, bringing wisdom in it. Remember, the journey to becoming a more emotionally intelligent leader is continuous. And many of you know that I'm huge in continuous improvement. And this is filled with learning and growth. Keep leading boldly. Keep connecting deeply. And until next time, Keep making a difference. Dare to live, love, lead fearlessly. God bless. Nikki Dare. So be sure to tune in for part two. Until next time. You have been listening to Nikki Dare's Radio. A podcast of sustainability with your host, Ms. Nikki Dare. Nikki Dare's life has been spent passionately in helping others going through transformation, both personal and professional. To learn more, please visit Ms. Dare's websites, education.nikkidare.com. Workshops on safety preparedness, situational awareness are available. Also available, the Transformational Coaching Series. For corporate and private group pricing, please contact us. Please visit her website, NikkiDare.com. All of her broadcasts are available for free download on iTunes podcast, Nikki Dare. For more details on opportunities for sponsorships and speaking engagements, please email us at education at NikkiDare.com. Join her next time, living in purpose and passion. Our mission is to live a sustainable life with your host, Nikki Dare. Thank <laughs> you.